We were 14 going to under 18 raves, leaving the house at like 9.30. I want to be thinking about it. See, I think about food. <laughs> like, tell me, like, what, what, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you just said what now? Spit in my mouth. <laughs>charity called cancer education uk mm-hmm. and what the charity does is we raise awareness we provide support about cancer as well so we're focused on patients from the black asian and ethnic minority communities including refugees and we help people who have had cancer treatment get back into the community and workplace confidently mm-hmm. after their treatments as well and Aww. yeah cool. where did that stem from where did the, yeah. the passion for that oh um so i've always had like uh parents or like my grandparents were always like helping people okay Okay. but mainly the charity came from when i was studying so i'm a qualified um radiographer as well so i specialize in cancer treatment so yeah so when i was studying and i was doing my placement at guys in st thomas hospital um and if you know it like it's near peckham it's near Campbell. so a lot of aunties are Mm. coming in so when they were coming in they're coming in for treatment at a late stage so at a late stage it means that there isn't a lot of options for them. Mm-hmm. So they were coming in. And I remember there was a particular experience with a lady. I feel like I'm going to need tissue. <laughs> no, you're going to I be feel fine. like I'm going to cry. You're going to be fine. Because my <laughs> yes. grandma died and um, went to that. Um, went to oh, that. Cool. Yeah, that's how really? she had cancer and everything. Oh, was she, was her, did she die from cancer? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, cancer oh, wow. Of the liver. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm. And then like my godmother, breast cancer. Wow. No, it's not about me. People always yeah, yeah. I, I get that a lot. People are like, oh, how are you coping? How do you deal with them? Like, That's what actually, I was gonna ask you. It's actually fine, you know. Um, so yeah, I met this woman. Well, I've met a few amazing people mm-hmm. to be honest on my um whilst I was studying, and this woman in particular, she's an elderly woman, and she reminded me a lot of my grandma. Mm-hmm. And she was diagnosed with, I think, ovarian cancer and you know, when we're talking to her about what to expect and what to happen um, and the 
my geographer, because I was a student at the time, left. And she just busted out crying. She was like, you know, in Yoruba, because I speak Yoruba fluently. And she was like, you know, I've served God all my life. Like, mm. why is this happening to me now? Oh. And she said, you know, I never okay. slept around. Okay. Okay. Right. Like, okay. Stop, 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 stop. Let's pause. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I didn't prepare myself for that. Okay. Okay. I promise I will try my best not yeah. to make you guys cry. And she, you know, she was just like, and why I say that is because her mindset was that I'd been a good girl all my life. She's mm. like, you know, when she was young, she didn't sleep around, she didn't do anything, and now she's retiring. Like when she's meant to enjoy her years, she's now got cancer. So she felt like, you know, what she'd done to God or what she'd done to mm. deserve that. And, you know, it was about educating her and letting her know that it's not that you've done anything. Yeah. It doesn't mean that even if you've slept around that mm. you can get cancer. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm no, I'm laughing because you said the slept around thing. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, so because that's Nigerian thing to say. Like, bad person who slept around. And exactly. I think because it was either ovarian or um, cancer of the womb. It's either one of them. Mm. It was a guy in a cancer okay. anyways. So in her mind, she thought, you know, people who sleep around would have this. Mm. So that's okay. why she thought mm. that okay. kind of way anyways. Um, and when she came for treatment, she was using the wrong medications at the wrong time. Oh. So everything was all a mess. I remember always having to sit with her or they would have to come and call me wherever I am mm. to kind of explain to her. And I met so many people along the same journey. And um, so I started doing talks in like churches and mm-hmm. mosques and, you know, community mm. areas. And, it's just crazy to see how people's mindset are about cancer. Even my grandma, one day, um, I think we were talking, she said, ah, that woman, she has cancer. Go and stay away from her. Wow. Like, I was like, no, grandma, like, it's actually not contagious. It's not a nice thing. I'm teaching her as well. And, you know, all the other people had been teaching. And I realized that people's mindset and stigma to yeah. cancer is really, really negative. So someone said, yeah, why don't you just start it as a... As a charity, and yeah, I did, and we've been running since 2015, 16. Oh, oh wow, wow. Yeah. That's a long time. That's a long time. <laughs> so, what are like some one. of the myths that people like the conceptions about <laughs> the misconceptions about? Mm-hmm. So before cancer. we go to the interview, I'm doing this. Ah, I'm sorry. 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 <laughs> it's because of the story. I don't remember again. My week has been good. Mm. Um, what did I do this week? What did you consider doing? What did I consider doing? You said you wanted to consider something after that. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, what did I do? I didn't do anything to be honest. Um, I just took my daughter to Sea World, and that's it. That's what I did. Me saying nothing special. She really was again. Just the usuals. What did I do? You know. Um, you know, I've been spending a lot of time with people, which is quite um no no no, in the sense of that <laughs> there's a period I was just staying at home. I okay, couldn't bother yeah, to go yeah. out, but I've actually started to go back out and spend time with people and stuff like that. I spent time with my kids, um, went out, and that's it. This week was just basic. Okay. So what's yeah. the news of the week? What's happened? Oh my gosh. 
Gosh. The did you guys watch the video oh. of the church getting robbed, the pastor getting robbed? No. no. Stop it. In the middle of preaching, you know, obviously the camera. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are Sorry. you being serious? Um, this is no joke. In the middle of preaching, you know, obviously the Doing camera. The four like masked armed black men. Is he a rich pastor? I don't know. It didn't like he's not like T D Jakes or any of them man. So why did it? <laughs> she said them man. Yeah, why did they? Not. So why did they feel like they need? The, that's what I'm trying to understand. It, why it they must have been an to inside him. job. Uh, that's why I think personally they knew something was happening because that day. they came. They I literally like the rich. pastor's like, okay, everybody get down. The pastor now gets on the floor, and they apparently they took his jewelry. They took his wife's jewelry. I want to was that all the two? Yeah, they've done something to them. But there's a guy. Yeah. There's a guy sitting down behind like Maybe he's one of the ministers mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. These men were coming in And he was just He was not even But you know what he's doing yeah. You know his explanation I'm not saying is. he was in it Or anything mm-hmm. He was He just wasn't phased I know he was then he was But He had was. something to do He like, was He, he has no And people are bringing guns as well There's one thing to be balaclavered up yeah And then another one Weapons Weapons Yeah but the spirit of God is in Are you him. He's confident. He's, the he's thinking on the floor. He, he, he's one I'm not going to lie. His I'm not going to lie. The uh, Holy Spirit mm-mm. would have made me jump. Wisdom. <laughs> Listen, wisdom. I would have jumped <laughs> on the floor. But that's There's what no you'll probably way. say that as he's crossing his leg, he's speaking to God, and God he told wasn't. him to be. What well, God told him to be calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be still. Be still. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, that was that was mad. I just I think like this is the world we're living in right now, where oh, churches aren't safe, mosques aren't safe. Do you know what no, happens? Yeah. No, we're safe. Say, on on Snapchat, there's one girl, popular girl, that she always puts snaps up and stuff, and she gets loads of views. Mm-hmm. And she basically came out that in February, her she got robbed, robbed, mm-hmm. not nearly robbed, nearly robbed, and like oh. four guys as well Balaclava. in balaclavas came to her car, smashed the windows, mm-hmm. and. We're telling her to like get, get out of the car, car get out get of the car. and like trying to rob her. And it's like it's crazy how obviously I know black on black crime and mm-hmm. black people do this to me, whatever. But it's just crazy at the fact that there's actually no money in this country. People are actually that hungry. It's just mad. But what this but do you think America it's to be fair, but uh, I or do you think it, people are genuinely hungry? No, I feel like when COVID started, people were frustrated and money wasn't being made. But now I think they've realized how, even though these things are happening in broad daylight, they still get away with it. So now they're just doing it. Like it's easy. Yeah, it's not as it's not as hard as they it's not as you know risky as they mm. thought it was. Mm. So it's now just, they're doing it anywhere I, and anytime. Yeah. I just find it mad because I remember I was watching like this short clip on Instagram about how um how like respected churches were. Mm-hmm. Um, like there could be like, you could be in the middle of a war, yeah? And you run to a church, you know, they have the, the circle. Yeah. You touch it and they don't like, that is, that. that's how mm-hmm. sank, like, mm-hmm. that's how holy a church used yeah. to be. You mm-hmm. literally just touch the door. Mm-hmm. But and who's, they, whose and they fault do you think you? that is? Because do you blame society or do you play, or do you blame like actual churches are now manipulating I the government as well. They're I don't not as both. sacred. Yeah, they're not I blame um, society. I feel like people are just pushing boundaries, pushing pushing boundaries, bleh, boundaries to see how far they can go, and they just mm. see they can go far and far and far. But then I'm saying in terms of churches, because like we have people like let's be real, Spack Nation, that people say don't use don't talk, um use the word of God in a positive light, mm-hmm. and I feel like they are 
churches like them as well. There's loads of pastors that use churches as get make money schemes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is is the Holy Spirit even there to protect them on that wall? Like you showed that you just described. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, with oh. church, I always just say to myself that whatever you are doing, that's your own. Me, my <clears throat> own intentions is what matters. So long as mm-hmm. I am doing what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I'm in a hurry, but I cannot wait to see some of the people that enter heaven. So you came here, you got in. Wow. How? <laughs> How managed? But it could be just that one act of kindness or repenting that yeah, can make them. But you know, it is, it's the people that go downstairs that be like, you, I know I'm going to be sure. It's, it's not even the people I have, it's the people in the queue. That I was, like, what are you gonna say to God? What's your reason? Who told you? I'm in the queue. I want to see the queue. I mean, like, it's the piece that it's the Nigerian aunties. I can't wait. I already know. Mine is when Jesus comes. Like, I'm. He's right. You're leaking all that. Move it, move it, move it. No, move it, move it, move it. It's the aunties. Oh, what? You can't answer. Ah. Some people will see their ex-husbands and be like, ah, Jesus. Damn right. I'm like, this is me. Oh, oh my God. days. Okay. Patient God. Um, what else happened this week? Nothing. Uh, Look. Not, not, that, not, not too much has happened this week. Really? Not that I can it's think been a of. Quiet week. That I can think of right now. I haven't even been on the socials. Oh, like what? Remember, I sent you guys some stuff I wanted to talk about on the. So it was about the. We can talk about it another time, but just how people are now trying to accept how they look in real life. Because... <gasps> yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So it was that. Um, it was a, a fashion show, right? That. Oh, the ed- the what do you call it? And no, they were city the, girls, city girls, and and Angela. Oh yeah, Simmons, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she didn't do no edits and everything. But I think for that particular um runway, you had to. Be in your natural state. Okay. I think so. Yeah, That's but how why. can you? You can't edit yourself in real life. <laughs> no, you're not. No, as in, like, they, they didn't really do heavy makeup. They didn't, okay, they, makeup. they didn't contour their faces heavily and oh, all that okay. kind of stuff. So <clears throat> for me, I thought Angela looked really cute and pretty and all of that. Good I thought Angela is definitely. Cute. She's been on a journey of self love and yeah, yeah, especially with the herself. especially with the loss of her father of a child. Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah, but still, being a single mom. She was single before then. No, they but he was up. there. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, having the person die is a whole nother bird, yeah, ball game. Is, uh, you don't have control. Yeah, you don't have good. control. <clears throat> but she looked good. But do you feel like now people are starting to revert back to being a bit more natural? No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No, I think people are heavy on the filters and the editing. Yeah, I really... I you think, think some of them are the worst time. I feel like this is the worst it's been. Yeah. Even like BBLs. I feel like people are trying to either lose weight or go produce their BBL? No, 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 not BBL, but I'm saying even their face and even if they <coughs> take a normal picture, let's say even if it is BBL body or not, mm-hmm. they still want, even if it's not bait, the mm-hmm. silhouette of mm-hmm. I've got a nice body. But I feel like people are dressing more to what they want. What do you mean? Like, like the I feel, freedom of the cutouts. Dressing. Yeah, like the okay. cutouts and those cutouts the, really stress me. The crop tops yeah. and all of that stuff and I feel like People are doing that more, and I feel like what is probably enhancing people being their real selves is mm-hmm. reels now. You know, they do the hauls. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can't really edit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On that no, side, like, you oh, can't. Oh, you can. There's, oh. there's apps that will let you edit your Listen. videos now. So now I don't even know who I can do as body goals. But what's pissing me off is there's certain gym heads that keep saying that their body is natural and it's not. 
and it's yeah. really annoying me I've now. Yeah, but that's been beginning. that's always been <laughs> no. It's just because I noticed somebody recently that was saying <laughs> that one that just rattled you. <laughs> I was thinking, girl. No, I don't want anyone to smile. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know, I know, I know. With the gym stuff, a lot of yeah, and a lot of them do do it, and I feel like. <laughs> There's a certain type of body you can get naturally, and there's certain types you can't. Even if they're not, even if they haven't done their body, there are drugs that they're on. Oh, is it? Yeah. To do what? Really? Like one, like women take steroids too. To do what? To do what? 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 So, okay, there's a misconception <laughs> about steroids. Steroids doesn't. You see, when someone takes steroids, you think that they're muscular. No, and, I don't think so. I, ha- I thought it helps you burn a lot quicker and stuff like that. No, it just gives you more strength. It yeah. gives you more energy, so you can push heavier weights. So something that may take somebody else to do in like a month, I may be able to accelerate that into like my strength is just mad. Like I'm ready to go. Like it's it kind of just gives you like this energy and strength. Mm-hmm. So your muscles build a lot quicker. But the side effects of that is it's mad. mad. But there are women that are on steroids. There are women that are on illegal like, fat as burners. You said, as you said, steroids, my heart is beating. Yeah, there are Sorry. women on, on, that are on illegal fat burners. There are women the, that, are, that have... What, the, let's just talk about that one. Yeah, Which, what's <laughs> fat, but, you know, <laughs> but what's illegal though? It's, 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 She's it's, like, let me see if I It doesn't meet the standard, the required standards of that country or whatever. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Like they bring it from are, a different country. There may be some ingredients in there that, do you know what I mean? Mm. That it's not approved. Mm. Yeah. That have yeah. been approved, et cetera. So but it's, a- it's not bad. <laughs> So do you guys want to take a selfie with me? A selfie? Yeah. Why? I'll charge you one K though. <laughs> um so with the filters and the editing. Chris Brown. <laughs> oh Chris, Chris Brown's things. You remember, he's charging 1K for fans to meet him. Oh, that's lit. What? No. Bro, if he does 100 people, then that's 100K. You know, for him, it's lit. Would you pay 1K to meet Chris Brown? No, but there's some people that will. No, there are lots of people that will. Can I say exactly? God God forgive me. You guys are saying, you guys are saying meet and greet. It's not. It's is to take a picture. So for me, what I deem as meet and greet is back in the days when you actually get to go backstage with them, chill with them, talk to them and stuff like that. No, and then yeah, take a picture. Still, a time limit on that as well. These ones, I feel like he's just taking a picture making you feel like we're well, prom and then you go. Yeah, yeah but that's what meet and greet Have you seen those pictures? Yeah. It's like, oh, you're a prom with him. But like, there's <laughs> some people, I would pay one grand to see certain people. Who? Yeah, who? <laughs> like I will pay certain who? <laughs> <Name> them. <laughs> I would pay five hundred pounds to meet Michael Jackson. I didn't say five hundred pounds. <laughs> First of all, he's dead. That dropped dramatically, and he's now dead as well. <laughs> I'm not, okay, I'm not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay to meet Michael Jackson, but I would pay mm-hmm. five hundred pounds for a ticket for his concert. I wouldn't pay that for Michael Jackson. No, what happens to your chest? For Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, I'm not paying five hundred pounds. Don't for you a remember for Michael Jackson? No, I will not. Why? You're me because I'm not paying five hundred pounds to see a human being like what that. What about? Bro, Michael Jackson, I can't lie. I'm hanging off of that scaffolding. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to pay the five hundred pounds? I'm hanging. Ambulance must take me. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'm not Who paying five hundred pounds to Who would I pay to meet? So what's the Because I'm not going to lie I've gone to a WizKid concert And I paid 300 pounds Yeah but we was in a box That's different <coughs> That was different it's just, it's Yeah we, we were Yeah we were Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely But we was We were doing opulence We're not going to do that yeah. again I'm not doing that I, just, I would never pay for a box again Ever 
Because you yeah. just not, it's just too far. No, but can I say it something? Is it is far, yeah, but I did enjoy it. I but felt you, like yeah, I was a mini party. Girls, the experience is different, isn't but it? But yeah. sometimes the energy of the people around, like sometimes you're just like, you see, you'll get like, it's a random girl and mm, I'm just I, vibing I, with her. I, don't, I like that. I Sorry. don't. As long as I'm seated, I don't like standing. <laughs> yeah, as long as I'm seated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seating is good. I can I'm not, never in this life do standing. I can't do standing. I never do. Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's the heat. I just don't it's like people everything. on me like that. And I'm always around mm-hmm. tall people, so I can't even see anyway. So yeah, what's I the just, point? I can't. I just don't like that. Uh, I mean, my hives will catch me, please. <laughs> oh, okay. We're coming back to those hives in a minute. The interesting in love? What? The yeah. guy, the lady that um, <laughs> got her hands jammed in the car because she was That's my dangerously in love. That's what I'm going to call it. So there's oh. a video of this woman okay. on top of her car, on top of her man's car, and he was about to drive and off. And he's slamming the door and on her arm. Yeah, no. and he slammed and the door shut. No. Her but arm is shut and she's on in, top of the V. But do you off. think he did it deliberately? I think he's all in the adrenaline and rage, no? What, you think that he didn't see her hand there? I don't think he was One, thinking two, about... three. When did... Hold on. The first time your car didn't shut, are you not looking around to see what's jammed in the door? Okay, because but most... can I say something? Then what should you have done? Excuse me, can you move your hand? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to slam it again. Move your fucking hand. No, no I won't slam it again. I can't lie. If I did slam it, if I did slam it, yeah, and I saw your hands were stuck, I'm opening that door straight away. Because no, whatever sense is... Because you can't get back No, you can't. So, wait, the thing is, you can't get back her Yes, I can. It's my car. <laughs> sorry. Wait, it's private property. It's my car. <laughs> But technically, technically, she's on top of the car. Yeah. So what? So so I just let's say he'll stop. Let's paint the scenery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're angry. He doesn't even need to be angry. Open the door. Keep get out, please. What? What's that? Who's getting down? I'm getting out of my car and I'm dragging you off. I'm getting yeah. back in. Yeah. Are you saying that? Time she'll be out there. Hold on. Hold on. That, hold on. <laughs> is she a spider? <laughs> how, did, how is she coming back so quickly? I don't understand. I don't, I don't think you understand adrenaline. Nah. I've been chased by my ex-boyfriend. I don't understand. I've been like, what? Four <laughs> steps at a time. <laughs> you know? Is when my dad wanted to beat me for two yeah. seconds. The way I jumped you down. Yes. <laughs> you I've been on that car. Is that? I'm walking in the passenger. Okay, all right. Cool. So you're on top of the car. Oh. Now what? Oh. You can't. So you're ready to die, Abby. Stand in front of the car. Now I can kill you properly. I feel like him slamming the door was like, like, move. Yeah. yeah. Okay, she didn't. Okay, and then you drive off with her hand in the door. Stand in front of the car. If you want to die, I will kill you properly, isn't it? No, but uh, I don't think he wanted to hurt her. Have you ever had an argument with your man you and you're in the car and he's like, get out of the car, then get out of the car, and you two get out of the car and he drives off for I one minute. You know, you know, get out. Me, before I know that they will leave. Wait, wait, wait. Get out the car. 100%. That's what Yeah, but it came back. Because it's me and you. But it came back. Who's getting out of the car? I'm not getting out of the car. No, I'm not getting out of the car. The, the I will never forget. The most that I've done is I'll say, Cuckoo kill us. Yeah, yeah, we all die. We all die in there together. Do, 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 like, get out. <laughs> me and you will all die here. I'm not dying. I'm not dying. The most drama I've caused is in the house. Oh, in the house? You can't make me do squat. But in the car. I got out of the car. I mean, I can't get Because I know you're going to come back and pick me. I cannot. I'm not going to die. 
honest, so can I say so honestly if I get speaking, out of that car and be putting myself Mary, sorry, now, honestly you? speaking I, I wouldn't get out of the car you wouldn't get out of the car no, no. no. I need to we change. were there together I need to change. if I got out of the car and run on the floor and I'm saying that you beat me when I got out of the car, I stood there. It got to like I think five. You surprised. I was five minutes and he was still wasn't here. I was like, ah, he's not coming back to get me, but he came back. Then I got it back in the car and I just was quiet. Hmm. Left me. No, what if he get back in the car? Was, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Really? I'm not gonna get back in the car. What? I need that. And I'm gonna take us. No, because you need to get out, and then I should now wait for you to come back, and I should get in. That's what I mean. Because you know, you know what I don't like when you use the fact that I don't have a car against me. Because you know at that point. No, 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 no. Point, you knew you are my only way of getting home. No, no he's you not. Just know you're no, the no, designated no. driver no. at that point. If you're my boyfriend, what, what does that mean? No, no, no. Let me, let me. <laughs> you're my boyfriend. We've gone somewhere and we're going home. What are you? You are, the, you are my way of getting home. What are you There's Uber. About? There's Uber. So, so it's not like I, you're des- like you're you deserted. people that said that whenever a man comes to pick you um to go on a date, he should come and collect you. You're saying there's Uber. Yeah, your whole we all chat shit. Your whole boyfriend. <laughs> nah, you're my way of getting home. You use it because you knew that you that you're my way of getting home. You told me to get out of the car. No yeah, problem. but we're arguing. Do you think he's thinking, oh, no, I'm her what, way? That's why I don't do this. Per- per- These <laughs> arguments where you tell me to get out of the car. Personally, I, don't I, I definitely me. wouldn't get out of the car. Because even in an car. argument, there should be some respect there, bruv. Yeah. You're not mm. telling me to get out of the car. You can't tell me to get out of the car. Please help me turn on the AC for me. Come on. Really? No, but I, I, I genuinely what? wouldn't get out of the car. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't think it's, it's not get me. out of the car. First of all, where would I go? That's just like me telling you to get out of my house. Yeah, no, that's, that's a different that story. See, I don't do that. What, you said get out of the house? Just because, no, just because you're angry. So why is it that you can tell you to get out of the car, but you can't tell me to get out of the house? Because house is home. Car is moving. We're going to a destination. You're I'm on the road. I don't care. That doesn't you make sense. Me is it, but for me, I'm just like, it's not as bad as saying get Telling me to get out of the house no, is worse. No, it's my house. No, we're not married. I don't no, care. Your boyfriend's come to stay at your house. Wherever oh. you've come to the house, not oh, stay. Oh, okay, so he's come to the house and you tell him to get out. Yeah, yeah I've done that. Yeah, see, I wouldn't oh, do that. No, you can't tell me when to get out of the house. That's when I'm staying. I feel like there should still be a level of respect even in your anger. But I don't think it's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. It's, bro, I need my space. You're in my house. Get out. Bro, you see, <laughs> nah, you see, I'm, maybe it's just me because if I have an argument and you tell me, get out of my house, I ain't coming back. No, that I'm get saying, out of my house. Oh, hurts you're coming more. to my house. Get coming, out of my house does hurt. The only yeah. way. That's why I say it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm coming back. It. But for me, if I need my space and, quiet and, I need, and I need you to get out, what do I say? Oh, babe, do you think you can excuse me for <laughs> <laughs> There's a way you still have to talk to me. I'm, no, not, I'm, your, saying, I'm not your mate. In an argument, you have, wait for, you, you have to wait for silence. I'm not your mate. <laughs> 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 he's older than you. I'm not one of your little so, boys. No, but so, Maxie, what I'm most husbands are old, way up older. If your boyfriend has come to your house yeah. and you guys are arguing and you want him to genuinely leave, how do you I ask? wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'll go to my room. Yeah, I'll go to I my room. I wouldn't tell him to just leave himself. Yes. It's the picture. I wouldn't, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't, I can't you tell him to get No, I can't tell him to get out Knowing Olu, I will have to go to his house and bring him back. He will not come back to the house. Yeah. It's, it's uh, mad disrespectful. I'm just I think thinking that. now, if I should say, get out of my house, before ah, I say get, yeah, ah. he'll, what? Nah. He'll leave. 
Maybe I think I, I can I just think imagine. I've, I right, think cool. I've honestly just dealt with psychos. I said, "Get out of here!" I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Oh, 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 oh. But stop, see, that's me the other way round. Oh. If you come to get out of the house, but ooh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. me, no. When, when, when my ex-boyfriend tried to try that rubbish with me, and we were even living together, and he says, "Go get out, go to the Sandra's house, go to Sandra's house." I went upstairs to sleep. I said, when you're ready. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. yeah. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I don't take it. That's what I'm saying. Because my relationships have been toxic, I actually don't take it. It's fun and games. Yeah, I'm like, get out. No, get but out. You, know, you see me and my ex-husband, we took it too far though because he would say stuff like, get out, I don't want you. I said, yeah. Well, you call me an idiot. And I'll be like, I'm an idiot. Well, you married me, so what does that make you? Yeah, exactly. like, stuff like that. <laughs> I can't. I'm just not into this. You that's see, good. the first time, when me and Ollie kind of in the beginning when we got together, and I see that his head was big. You don't like, do any funny banners. Oh, I do. I, I've done it. I said, mm, my, I think my, your hairline's going ban- back. My banners cool though. Like what? <laughs> like cool. I don't cuss anybody. Your your banners are painful. I don't actually cuss. So what's the shit. like what? I just do. When they say something, I just say. You do not just say. You will cry and talk. That's what you will do. Yeah. Exactly. This is a cry and talker. Love it. Okay, one last one. <clears throat> so I know we've spoken about this before, but Trump's ex-wife's funeral, his mm-hmm. wife went with her, mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Fine. So for me, I can't lie. I thought it was the wife I knew that day. <laughs> I knew it. Because you know when she was like, swear, when did she die? <laughs> oh, you thought it was, uh, what's her name? That's what I was thinking, name? yeah. The ma- I was thinking, when did she die? Bro, no, the first really... time I saw it, until I read it, I was like, oh, it's the ex-wife. I didn't even know the ex-wife was. I thought the this wife here was called. Cool, I just found it a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even say her name was Melania. <laughs> to me, it was the she fell down the stairs. I just found that a bit weird. Do you see what she wrote? That she fell down the stairs. Like what? The, stairs. the way she Why said it, like she Trump. Down the stairs. She's old. She said it like Trump killed her. Know, <laughs> but no, let's be real. How many this times did she up and down the stairs? No, you can yeah. pull this lit. And literally, thought she's seventy something. Eighty something. Oh, she's seventy something. Seventy three. Okay. Uh, no, nah, for me, her falling down the stairs is believable. Okay. Unless she was gonna release her all all tell all memoir, then he deaded her off. <laughs> Facts. If she was releasing a possible? book, he's killing her. He, uh-uh. he killed Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. What? He killed that guy in the prison. Okay, please. I always I always I don't know. The government One and then we go back to being serious. Did you see the videos? Those three guys <clears throat> dancing for TikTok in the room. Yeah. Oh, that was disgusting. Uh-uh. Do you not see? It's the throwing it, and then uh, for me, it wasn't disgusting. Uh, what did you like about it? I, I said it just wasn't disgusting. Okay, what was, what was it me, then? For me, like I said in our group, I feel like if it was B two K days, that's exactly. But B two K weren't doing that. They were. 
Have you not watched their video? But it was a music video, so there was a purpose behind Even it. Even so. What's these people? It's a promotional video. It's yeah, true, because they're, they're strippers. Yeah, but they're well, strippers. I don't know. I'm just making excuses. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but there are things <laughs> that happened back in the day that is not okay That's now. That's what I'm saying. It's not, but yeah, it's no, like, it's for me, it's not disgusting. So, so you know what I think? I just think it's because they're not good looking. I feel like girls... Little I don't girls, even look at I them. I think little girls will like it. Literally. Same way we like B2K. No, but they were good looking. I didn't, I didn't see their faces. I can't lie. You I, didn't, yeah, I wasn't even looking at no, their faces. No, I wasn't like looking that. at their faces. Oh, what? These people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was the second one with the braids. Nah. But, bro, when you look at Pretty Ricky back in the day. No one thought Pretty Ricky was good looking. Oh, they were just I very thought, ugly, good singers. <laughs> Who? I thought Spectacular. Was he's cute. Yeah. He's cute. But he's not, he's not now. Is he not? Mm. He just added weight. No, no, no. Which one's Spectacular? The singer. The singer. Oh, that's so it's the rapper Pleasure P is the, the oh singer, okay. oh that's P's who P's I was P's thinking P's about oh no, oh Pleasure no, no. P's alright he's alright yeah okay yeah. Right. So, Sorry, so Mary. some of the myths what's wrong what's wrong I didn't hold on I just didn't forget now you held on to it the minute we said okay. Jesus finally I've got a question of substance let me ask this one. What are the um, myths? What's your question? Look, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so mm-hmm. what are the myths? Um, so people generally think that with cancer, once you have it, it definitely means that you're going to die. And mm. it actually doesn't mean that at all. Or people think um, that it's crazy because in, even in 2022, people still think that cancer is contagious. And I don't know why they wow. think that. Mm. Or people think it's a white man's disease. So... Um, there are a few people we've helped with the charity. Um, one that was quite shocking was that a young lady who was still living at home, um, her parents gave her a specific plates and cutleries and spoons and said wow. that you can't use any other cutlery in the house. You can't use, you have to use the bathroom, toilet and all of this because her they parents. felt her parents. What country? Nigerian. Of course. Yeah. And they thought that they were going to get it. Because mm. there's no way, like, no one had had it in their family. So they thought, of course, we're going to get it. Or people think, you know, once you have it, that's it, you're going to die. But the most important thing is that, you know, when you, when, especially the main message is for people to know their body, know what's different about your body. And if it's different, go and see your doctor as soon mm. as possible. Because if cancer is caught early, then there's so many treatment options. You can, have, you can have surgery, you can have chemo, you can have radiotherapy. There's so many treatments that can be done. But once it's caught late, that's where the issue is. Mm. So there's so many people who've had cancer and they've gone to live, you know, a much better life. And you never know, except if they came and they told you their story about it as well. And I think within the black community as well, one of our biggest myth is that we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to hear it. We don't want anything about it. And it's just, it's not just about cancer, to be honest. It's about, you know, um, every other health conditions. Um, it's so sad now because I think, in this day and age, a lot of, not just young people, a lot of our parents, they have high blood pressure, they have diabetes, um, high, you know, high sugar levels as well. And, you know, people are not really talking about all of these things that we really need to, you know, be mindful about, um, you know, the statistics, you know, one in four black men are more likely to have, is more likely to have prostate cancer. One in four? Mm-hmm. And then when you look at... First day cancer. Uncles that have I know cancer. even like one of my cousins had it and he yeah. was thirty. Jesus. It's crazy. And then when you think about one in eight um white people or the other counterparts are more likely mm. to have it. So that's literally 
literally that's half mm-hmm. and then you know black women are more likely to have breast cancer and we're more likely to be diagnosed late and we're more likely to have a worse prognosis as well so all of that <clears throat> i was gonna say is there a reason for that why is it our food <laughs> so people always ask this <laughs> but there is it okay there isn't enough research to show what it actually is. Um, and the reason is, again, because people don't talk about it. We don't participate in clinical yeah, trials. True. So the clinical trials are there to give us, you know, information on all the education about why this happens. So, yes, some people can say, yeah, it might be because of our food. It might be because of genes as well. But we don't know because even ordinary survey of how did you find coming to the hospital, we don't. You we don't, don't fill it out. Do. Yeah, you don't want to do it. You don't um, like it when it just asks you, how did you find it? I don't even I don't even reply. <laughs> See? So that's part of the thing. And we need to do that because... So in my current row um, now... Um, we're trying to see how we can get more black people, more Asian people into not just clinical trials, but also to be participating in how um, the government designs, you know, the cancer services. Mm -hmm. And we find that people don't really want to talk about it. So I think sometimes it could be genetics, answering your question. And I think even people don't, um, to answer your question, if a woman has breast cancer, for example, and her sister has breast cancer and her mom had breast cancer, if all of them don't tell their daughters, that's very dangerous because very. there is a gene that their daughters could have inherited that mm-hmm. they should get tested for so that yeah. they know early and they can have, you know, it's called the BRCA1 and BRCA2 gene, mm-hmm. so they can take the necessary steps and their doctors can start recommending them mm-hmm. for some tests as soon as possible. But what you find is that some people find that their um, mom passed away and they didn't even know their mom had cancer. Yeah. Some people find out that their grandma, they didn't even know. So when they come to the doctor and they've asked them, you know, any family history of cancer, some people will say no. I and always, actually, I always say not that I know of because mm-hmm. I know how my family stay. Mm. <laughs> I know how they stay. So I know there's mm. um, there's the cancer gene you can test for, but mm-hmm. how often should you, could, should you go to get tested for that? Oh, that I don't know, okay. if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. Um, and I think the reason why I don't know is because that would deal more into genetics. Mm-hmm. So I don't specialize okay, in genetics okay. at all. So, yeah. But I would <coughs> say if you do know that it's running in your family, the best thing to do is to speak to your doctor mm-hmm. and they will tell you to closely monitor your body um, and they would... I would I would think they would advise you to maybe have kids early and then if you want to have like your breast removed, if you want to have like your yeah, ovaries removed. Yeah. yeah. So what then they can start that. What other ways to test? Like, you know, they always show you these pictures, roll, lift your arms. What other ways can you, except for those, what other ways can you try and like see if there's something going on for breast cancer and stuff? So for breast cancer, I would always say that I'm saying I would always say so one thing that helped a girl that um was under on the charity is that she you know how when you're sleeping and you're rolling from one side to another side just she was cupping her breast and she felt a lump so even in the in bed in the shower like mm, touch I yourself that. yeah I do that. it sounds weird touch yourself like no matter where it is touch yourself feel it if anything feels weird some couples have said that you know their husband actually said oh that mm. that feels weird that that isn't normally there like on your breast like oh, what is that um have you noticed that or is it just me 
Um, also, a few days after your period as well is another um, mm. good day to check as well. Um, and not just breast as well, because even cervical cancer as well. Mm. Um, one thing is that people are, you know, out here just doing it without condoms. I'm not judging anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. <laughs> but um, because what then happens is that you're increasing your chances of getting HPV. And so HPV. just repeat that for everyone to hear. Okay, so what? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's true. It's true. It's so true. So, no, we're not judging anyone, but it's we're good. Not, but... No, no, no. Honestly, though, it's good yeah. because I didn't know that just doing things without a condom that like you can increase your I chances of yeah. What? Okay. You can increase your chances That's of the... cervical cancer. Human papilloma virus. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. What, the, um... Please, guys, let her finish teaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, gone. So that What's can... the HPV? So it's a virus that um, obviously you can um, get from sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what that happens is there are different strains of it. Mm-hmm. So when in school, you'd have had the HPV vaccine, the HPV vaccine. Mm-hmm. So if you have little girls, the best thing to do is to encourage them to have it. And that protects them from certain strands of the HPV virus. Mm-hmm. So there are some strands that can cause... Um, cervical cancer or can cause head and neck cancer as well mm. so the most important thing is that you know strap up or know that your partner have those conversations that you know that they're not stepping out or literally go and get tested as much as possible mm-hmm. like going to the sexual health thing like, i know people talk about you know aunties out there you know back in the days that they were scared to go to like the clinics because they'll see the african nurses looking at them and saying that why are you here you know that kind of thing but yeah. go and get tested like you know and <clears throat> your cervical smear test like don't mm-hmm. miss that those things are so important when lost to you also they called me like two months ago. I can't even lie. Because the wish my sister. Yeah, I know. I saw you from the corner of my eyes. They called do me it. two months ago and said I need to come and do it because I did the first. Mm-hmm. So you do one when you turn twenty five, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you do one when you turn thirty. So they yeah. only just told. I've only me. just done my first one. You didn't do it twenty five. I was pregnant, mm-hmm. but wow. you should have done it after. I got pregnant again. How soon? Remember her kids are. Mm-hmm. There's one year apart. By the time oh. they sent me a letter again, I was pregnant. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do it. Yeah, please. Do you encourage people in relationships to still go and get tested? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think go and get tested. Um, And the reason why is that I always say it might be so uncomfortable because people are like, oh, yes, it's uncomfortable. But that few seconds will help because what the test does is that if there are any changes in your cervix, they can spot it and they can say, okay, you need to do further testing. And that in itself can show that there are any abnormalities and we can, you know, quickly do something about it. But later on, and what a lot of women have done is that they don't do anything and then it just keeps spreading and keeps spreading and keeps spreading, which is really sad. Um, And then, you know, with men as well, So it's so important that we, the women, we encourage the men to really go out there and, you know, get tested because men, for some reason, especially black men, they don't like going to the hospital. Mm -hmm. That's the million dollar question. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. Um, And even people ask me, I'm like, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I drive it to my dad and, you know, my brothers to go and get tested because... What happens is that not only are they at risk as well, but the longer they leave it, like I know a man, um, again from the charity, that he he was literally peeing blood and his wife had to be like, you know, today you are going. And unfortunately he had prostate cancer and it Even spread that, quickly. His wife had to tell him it had, his wife had to be Jeez. the one to drag him. And because you know men are so nonchalant about things that like they're well, like they scared. 
So I just feel Don't Boom. you feel like um, A lot of the things Especially within the black community Especially Nigerians A lot of our issues Is because we care so much What people say Yes Yes So back to What they yeah. relates to The men, men yeah. Is because of What people say So the woman I spoke about earlier The elderly woman That reminds me of my grandma So she refused Um she refused chemo because she didn't want to lose her hair. Mm-hmm. And when she knew that when she was losing her hair, she wouldn't be able to go to church and people would start asking questions. And I always say that um, when a black person is diagnosed with cancer, the last thing they think about is themselves. themselves. They first think about what is my mm-hmm. community going to say? What is yeah. everyone going to say? How are people going to accept them? And that's why we've seen more and more people dying and their friends and family don't know that they had cancer. And then what happens is that their friends and family feel like some kind of resentment. Like, why didn't you tell me? Did you yeah. feel like I wouldn't be there to support you? Please. No, as well. Continue. <laughs> um, do you feel like I wouldn't be there to support you? And that really, you're taking away the power from them. Mm. And honestly, you know, since I've been qualified, someone being diagnosed with cancer is one of the hardest things I've yeah. ever yeah. seen. Because someone described it as... It's like you going to a town and you're learning new languages, you're learning new words. Because once they get that diagnosis, they're constantly going into hospital for like tests. They're constantly going for, you know, treatment. They're constantly going for one scan or another. So already there's no money there that they're spending their own money. We always say nobody saves up for cancer. Mm. So they're spending a lot of money. They're hearing all these terminologies from the doctors and they don't understand it. It's going in one ear, it's coming out another ear. They're having treatment, there's side effects. and I say to people, for you to deal with this all alone, it's it's a lot. You have bleed like the hair clumps of hair. You have to let someone be there for you. Have and what happens is that I've I've treated so many white patients whereby, um, they have a family, they have friends, even their community, their neighbors. A lady had a timetable. There's someone who was picking her kids up. There's someone who was doing her groceries. There's someone who was picking up her laundry. She had a whole, and this was, she lived in a small town and she had a whole community. And then you see the other African auntie just sitting there and just praying. Do you feel like that's changing at all? Because like, um, when I was younger, Mm. um, I found a lump in my breast, Mm. but it was a mouse or mm-hmm. something. So, but my mum, as soon as we got to the doctor, my mum said they should remove everything. <laughs> like, my mum said, I don't want to. If, it, if it's not cancerous, remove it before it gets cancerous. Like, my mum was just like remove mm-hmm. everything. So mm-hmm. I did that and I removed it. Yeah. And but I feel like as time has gone on over mm-hmm. the years, we're being a bit more open yeah. with our health. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, for example, my grandma died of diabetes. Okay. And my mom recently got diagnosed as well oh, for diabetes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like now when she told us, it was like, okay, we she, we sat down as a family, me, her, mm-hmm. my brother, and we spoke <coughs> about, okay, we really need to take our health seriously mm-hmm. because it seems like it's hereditary. And she spoke to her siblings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I feel like this is like the awareness that my mom is, <coughs> my mom, she's like the eldest sibling. Mm-hmm. In her family And obviously her mum passed away And like we had family issues Mm -hmm. And recently because of my mum's diagnosis Mm -hmm. Like it's brought the family together For us to obviously work together So I do feel like it's changing over time Like they're becoming more and more Mm -hmm. open about it And and supporting each other So since you started Mm -hmm. Has it it changed a lot Or is it still people are hiding it? I think it depends on the family I think people look at their family and they say, do I think they have 
a capacity to support me or are they going to take it as you know no, you have liability yeah um and I think about, you know, there's some families that they really, it brings them closer as well. Yeah. So when I was saying that, you know, it makes the other, their friends and family resentful, mm-hmm. their family that I know that it's brought them even more closer yeah. than ever. It's yeah. even, you know, people whereby they couldn't sit together, family members that they hated each other. It's brought them closer because they've been able to put aside their differences and then trying to help their parents. They're like, oh, actually, okay, well, you actually know more. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they have that kind of bond together. So I think sometimes, it can it can be the family and also it can be that that person just thinks my family is not going to be able to cope with it or they think yeah. they take that power away from their family because they think their family would but not is that wrong though Unfo- yeah i was gonna say unfortunately i think i'm one of them <laughs> it's you like, tell your family because i found the lamp in my breast like a month ago mm-hmm. and i went to do the biopsy blah, blah, blah. i didn't tell yeah, my mom told me, nothing yeah. I didn't tell mm. her nothing, and the reason why I didn't tell her is but because do you think she's going to panic? Yes, yeah, she would <laughs> like she wouldn't be able to cope. But do you say she, she wouldn't? But the thing is, do you know what? We Even me just saying it's a lump, my mum will start. No, like, but can I say something? We actually underestimate our parents. True. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when it's something like, oh, mum, I got hit by a car, I had a car accident, they'll panic. But when it's stuff like this, you know they actually put their mother, like, resolution hat on. Yeah. My mum is like, yeah, but that. the thing She'll is, panic. It's out of, because it's out of their hands. There's nah, no resolution. My, no, my mum will be it's like, have you meta- called the doctor? Have you gone here? So me to come with you. Like, my mum starts thinking straight when it's stuff like that. Yeah. The thing is, I'd already done everything. I'd already put my appointment. I'd already, do you know what I'm saying? So I'd, yeah, I'd you, put everything in like place. But, her I know. Okay. But I'm, I so what know I would just... say is that Everyone has stages of when they hear the diagnosis, when mm-hmm. they hear that C word. So, you know, people go through that whole regret stage, like, oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? Then people go, they go through denial. They're like, this can't happen to me. Why is it happening to me? It should be happening to someone else. And then there's all the hysterical bits. And then afterwards, and like what Amatosi was saying, that they might be like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Like this. But then afterwards, they come and they're like, Okay, what can we do? What can we do? What do we need to do now? Mm-hmm. Or what can I do to make you better? And everybody's mom is different. There's some moms that will be like, okay, I'll be there with you every single day. And there's some moms that will be like, I don't know what to do, but and I will that's, pray that's, for that's you. That's your my surgery. mom. My mom, no, no, my mom is one of them ones I'll be there with you every day. What do you need? That's my mom. But she'll be dying inside. And I know that. But that's... It's, I know and I just don't... I can't. Okay, but I just don't like... Absolutely... I'll be upset yeah, if, 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 if she finds out later. Yeah, if obviously, God, God forbid, forbid, that's when I'll tell her. After I've done everything. The, the, thing, free, the thing with my the thing with my mom, I'm, I'm a bit similar in terms of like, I don't like telling my mom bad stuff yeah. when they're happening. I like telling her when I've sorted it. Mm-hmm. But I've realised now, because me and my mom have been going therapy and stuff, and I've realised Together? That, yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Oh, How's that going? woman. I was going to say, how there's is that going? Her, there's nothing that's her that's fault so, so far. Nice. <coughs> there's okay, nothing yeah, yeah, that's her yeah. fault so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far, wow. it, it, right now, it's yeah. the blame to her. Yeah. Wow. Let her just express everything. Uh, yeah. But wow. uh, she's, she's we're getting, getting there. there. Can I ask, how did you tell her that you wanted so, to go therapy with her? Oh, I hope my mom doesn't watch this one. <laughs> but um, me and my mom, we've had a very, very rocky relationship. Yeah. And um, my mom cut herself off from myself and her family so oh, her wow. siblings she ain't spoken to none of her siblings nothing mm. and it was literally a few weeks ago mm. and i watched a movie on amazon mm. prime and it's mm. called it's one family it's a nigerian mm. nollywood movie and basically it was about family dynamics and <coughs> fighting and stuff mm-hmm. and i called my mom and i was like mom 
I don't want you to take this offensively because everything I say you take out of context. Yeah. But I was like, I really want us to go therapy. I yeah. feel like you've overcome such a depressive state in your life because my yeah. dad died. Oh, wow. <coughs> my dad died when I was young. Yeah. And my mom's always been struggling. At the same time, she's the first of her family to come here. So she's yeah. carried the weight of her siblings. Yeah. So my mom has a lot of depression within her. Yeah. And I feel like... um. So I said to her, I was like, I really think that you and I should mm-hmm. go therapy. Mm-hmm. And then um, she broke down. Wow. Like, it's like she wanted somebody to say so, that. Yeah. And, yeah. She, and she completely broke down. Wow. And she started crying. And she was like, wow. I'll do whatever you want. Like, I love wow. you so much. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cute. Stop. No, that and is then, amazing. Um, at the same time, yeah. I was just like, okay. Let me see what I can get out. I was like, oh, should we call your sister? Oh. <laughs> I said, should we call your sister? She accepted. Yeah. They've all made up. And oh, it's wow. like, it was literally the grace of God that day. Yeah. That's when I said it was like the best week of my entire life. Like, what wow. Hollywood film was that? Because my dad was saying there was an Hollywood film that he watched. And you know, these family feuds and stuff. Yeah. Him, and, him and his sister haven't spoken. He said that he watched an Nigerian film and it was mm-hmm. about a family, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He said that he called her yeah. and like literally, literally because yeah. that's, that's literally wow. what it was mm-hmm. that made me call my mom and ask because mm-hmm. I wasn't talking to my yeah. mom. Wow. And I called and I was like, let's do therapy. Wow. Should I call your sister? If you're wow. vegan, like yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she called that's her sister. Amazing. And I, I swear on my dad's grave, mm-hmm. my mom apologized wow. to She's wow. like, whatever I've done, I'm sorry. Like, oh let's just God. be a unit. It was like, that is wow. amazing. So then it's like, now we're all progressive. But I feel like a lot of things with Nigerians, like you said, we hide stuff that we're going through. And I feel like that day was the day my mom told me she had diabetes. And I was just like, and you couldn't call me when I found out. Like that broke my heart. Yeah, that would have broken And I was like, oh, there's just some Mm -hmm. things that are just Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. worth it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, mom, like Mm -hmm. no matter what, we will argue, we will offend each other, but Mm -hmm. the love would never stop. Yeah, wow. So yeah, that was that. But I feel I agree with your statement of we keep things. And it's not good mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to keep True. things inside. Like if I'm yeah. sick, oh my, I'm calling. <laughs> 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 take me to the hospital because at this oh. at this age, like literally, I don't hide anything. Like yeah. my my close friends are literally like my family. If anything's going on, mm-hmm. please. I feel like I'm. <laughs> I remember when I had COVID. Yeah. I had COVID. I called my brother oh. to take care of Bella. That's so annoying. It's so dramatic. Like, I, I, I said, take care of Bella. I said, close my eyes. I don't think I'm going to open it. <laughs> Should I come there right now? And I was like, no, it's okay. I'm going to make something. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I'm going to make some food first. Then I'm going to go to sleep. And I was just like, take care of Bella. But I feel like everything that we are going through, yeah. we must speak to someone yeah. about it. Because... Yeah. This cancer thing is not a joke. Yeah. And I feel like we don't take our health seriously. Like, exactly. if my mom didn't tell me she had diabetes mm. and I know my grandma died of it, I won't get myself checked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I could have diabetes. I've got a daughter as well now. Yeah. And she yeah. can have diabetes. Yeah. Like, it could yeah. be something that yeah. genuinely runs yeah. in our family. Yeah. That's mad. Mm. That's mad. I'm so sorry. I feel like I've made you guys cry. Today. No, no, no. It's I'm good. so it's all right. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I, was, I yeah. love what you said about your mom. Honestly, oh, I love you. it. Yeah. Because I feel like as well, our parents, they carry so much away. Like your mom has been carrying so much in her. And you, especially those that come here because they leave everything. Mm-hmm. Like my parents, they were doing very, very well for themselves. And for me, and when I left Nigeria, 
I could understand a bit. Like I knew that my mom was busy. I never saw her because mm-hmm. she was leaving very early in the morning, coming back late in the night. Like I only saw the driver and the cook. But I knew she was doing well. And for her to leave everything and for us to come here and I'm being a small flat in in South Norwood, I was like, okay, later on I started realizing they've actually given up their dreams as well. And then they have their own family expectation Mm -hmm, as well. mm -hmm. And then being a single mom as well. And for them, they're frustrated because they're like, can life give me a break? And they're like, you know, when they don't get that break and then they have another health issue as well, it's like, what more do you want? Yeah. So when women break down, when they get that diagnosis, it's like, what more does life want for me? What yeah. more do I have to suffer? What more do, you know, it's it's really, really frustrating because it's like I've given everything to everybody. Now, even my own health, I can't almost mm-hmm. enjoy it. Um, but the the power in having people to support you is that it makes everything better because yeah. the more you hold everything in, and I tell um even patients this when I was so I'm no longer clinical so when I was treating clinical I would tell patients that you can have two women who are diagnosed with the same type of breast cancer because even underneath that they're different types so when people say oh there's cancer breast cancer they're like different types of breast cancer that you know you couldn't even um mention so there's some in the duct there's some in like we can go on about it so you can have two women who have the same diagnosis who have the same staging like their cancer is the same size it's not spread anywhere or it has spread somewhere they have the same treatment regime they have the same everything however if one is and i've seen this i don't i don't don't quote me I've I've seen this a lot, you know, clinically that if one is just negative all the time, you know, just harboring things in, never, you know, positive, always looking at the gray sides of things. And there's one that's like, okay, today was shit, but I'm gonna stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, they they take, you know, the little things that happen. They're happy about the good times. They're positive. It's the it, it makes a whole lot of difference because yeah. the one who has the positive mindset, who's able to get support and who's able to just vocalize and be positive throughout everything you tend to find that the treatment kind of works a bit better I honestly don't know why and the one that is negative for some reason things just keep going wrong and even we are like that's why I always like what more oh what is happening I think that that's why this is my theory anyway why they allow families to come and see you in the hospital Mm -hmm. because it really it make it gives you positive mm-hmm. like it makes you positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your family's there to encourage you. Mm-hmm. You might laugh. You ain't laughed in ages. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. there are people there that they don't have any family. And yeah. as you said, you're doing treatment. You're doing treatment, and mm-hmm. it's just not taking. You just don't understand yeah. why. But yeah. positive mind and a positive um, environment Outlook. really does make a difference. Yeah, yeah. honestly, it really, it does. really does. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Is are it you sure? I'm yeah. so sorry. So, so apart from the lump, yeah. what other side effects or symptoms can women or men mm-hmm. look out for in regards to either breast cancer or <clears throat> any type of any cancer? Type or, mm-hmm. yeah, any type. So the most important thing, like I said earlier, is to know your body. Mm-hmm. So everybody's body is different. So for example, I can take penicillin and omatosic can take penicillin. Yeah. So omatosic can be fine and I have a negative reaction. <laughs> you know, our bodies are so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what your normal is, is different to what my normal is. So if I know that this is not normal for me 
And you have to understand that you, but the doctor doesn't know what's normal for you and doesn't and knows doesn't know what's abnormal for mm-hmm. you. So if you know your body so well that you can confidently say, This isn't well, this isn't right, or I've noticed this lump, or I've noticed this discharge, or you know, for women, um, I've you know, I've had sex and I noticed that there's blood after sex, you know, that's not normal. And I've never had that before. Or a guy is saying, Okay, I have in the middle of the night, I'm waking up more to pee, you know, and even after that, I have a weak flow. Um, <clears throat> all of these different things, I would say, but is keep it a change? It's, it's more about the change, yeah. Not the because some people have weak flows, generally, yeah. Yeah, so it's the change. Oh, it's the change. It's the change. So a new thing that's not happened before mm. that you've now noticed. So the best thing to do is to keep a diary. More. Shut up! She's <laughs> checking if there's anything. <laughs> you know, like over <clears throat> this girl's actually carry on. It could be a change. In terms of look, you're like oversleeping. I'm, I'm tired. The tiredness is not even tired. You're getting older. Are you pregnant? Nice. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was even that. Because <laughs> that means I would have got some. Like I had But I'm saying it could be a change, guys. But yeah. it could be at yeah, iron levels as well. Oh yeah, I'm anemic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I recently. <laughs> Because you know you're talking, she's like, yeah, that's what she's like. Is it the she's thinking. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, actually, I can't. So you have to keep a diary. Um, and the reason why I say keep a diary or keep a note of it is because you need to say, okay, if there's a pain, how long does the pain last for? Mm. Because your doctor will say, what kind of pain is it? Is it a shooting pain? Is it a stabbing pain? Um, you can tell them, okay, it happens in the evening. It happens when I do this. It happens when I do that. And, you know. Caucasian people are good at this. They will come with their list. Their Even book. me in the in the room, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, anything else? <laughs> um, and they're so good at it because so when you come to a healthcare professional, you have a diary of this is what's happening. This is how long it's been happening. They can't refuse you. They can't turn you away because they know that you know what you're, what talking, you're talking about. about. Mm-hmm. And then that would help them then refer you. Think about positive, um, so many things that they can refer you to as well. And again, it would allow them to know that mm, it might be this if they look at your family mm-hmm. history, if they look at your previous medical history as well. Um, another thing is that once you notice the change, if you have a, um, if you have a consultation with your doctor, and you're still not satisfied. I think with black people, we take the word of sometimes because we also don't trust healthcare professional. So I'm gonna try and be careful with this. If you feel like okay, you've spoken to this person, but the thing is still there, and you're not 100 percent sure, just ask. Can I get a second opinion on that? Because yeah. we need to know that. Um, we need to know that. <laughs> <Just go. laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, but I feel general practitioners are key for that. I'm sorry, but they just miss you a lot. Yeah. I've been getting my hives. Oh, shut up. (laughs) Seriously. But you want to walk? No. That's why I was laughing. I'll talk to you about that. But I'm saying, I've been getting my hives. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've had these hives things since I was a young Mm -hmm. girl. Mm -hmm. I went to the GP with my doctor. Do you know what he said? I should wear face (laughs) pack. Oh, yeah, that's what. (laughs) There's a GP because I used to get get, like. I'm telling you, I get hives all over my body when my body transitions from hot to cold. Yeah. He said I should wear face cup. That's no, that's what one of my GP said. I used to get rashes like in the sun. And mm-hmm. I'm just doing the accent just for because you like to do accents, yeah. Karen. <laughs> he said, Oh, don't go to any holiday. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Don't go. That's what he said, don't go on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not 
That's what you said. What, what does that even mean? They're the worst. So now it's like I exaggerate it. I always say like when I have an allergic reaction, my tongue swells. I find it difficult to breathe. They'll give you insulin. No, that's do something. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not wearing face cap. They are very <laughs> When my grandma um first was getting ill and stuff, mm-hmm. when they did the check, they said she had gallstones. Yeah. That's what they said. Oh. And if they so had too late, yeah, if they had diagnosed, if they diagnosed her properly, she, she might have been yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, to be honest, that's happened. That's happened. Mm. When I was clinical, there was actually a Caucasian man, and he kept going to his GP. And GPs are doing an amazing job, like mm. no doubt about it. Um, and even now with the COVID backlog, they're even more sh- like really, really. Sh- Stretched more than ever, um, and this man, I'll never forget. He was just like he kept going to his doctor, and he said something's not right. Like literally within his head and neck, um, and it wasn't until one day he literally took a plastic cup and was he had been coughing blood. He took a cup of blood and went to his GP and said, "See, can you now believe that wow. something is wrong with me?" And then by the time they got him referred and everything, like he did have cancer so i would say always ask for another opinion if you feel like it's not right with the gp is that do you know how long it takes to get an appointment an appointment yeah just so mm-hmm. to get an appointment you can call they do that stupid thing at 7am you should call you call 7am it's on mm-hmm. hold you're like number 80 something mm-hmm. you get to the they say call tomorrow that they're fully booked mm-hmm. then they say to you oh come to the front of the Office. Uh-huh. Really what, sorry, speaking to the mic, please. <laughs> it's really cold. Freezing. <laughs> it's now. Yeah, it is. It, it is, is now. It is. Please, now. I can't come yeah. and talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, yeah. but that's what mm-hmm. that that's what makes it discouraging sometimes to yes. call because you're yeah. just like, oh, I don't have time for this. I yeah. can't. I just manage this pain. Yeah. That because I want to get a, mm-hmm. I think it's called a well women check or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, yeah, where they check your full body. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know how long I've been calling them? Wow. I still haven't got an appointment. I still manage. I haven't managed to get an appointment now. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes you just get I do. I do think <clears throat> again. This is where we need to be a bit sharper. The way we know how to get deals out of stuff is the same way we need to get. No, one was, one one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I go to I go there and yeah. say, "Can I book an appointment? Mm-hmm. And is there any emergency appointment mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Like I'm gonna fall on the floor." Yeah, now hundred percent. Because me, my family, obviously, we know how hard it is to get mm-hmm. GP appointment. Mm-hmm. My mom's calling, my dad's calling, my brother's Every, calling. Like literally, the whoever same gets in, whoever first. gets there first. Call for me. Tell them. Tell them. We just yeah. take multiple. Yeah. Like when it's when I'm on the, the whole phone, family, I'm booking my daughter for yeah. her immunization. They'll mm-hmm. answer me quick. I said, at the same time, please, while you're there, can you just book yeah. me, her mum, yeah. in for mm. an appointment? Yeah. The same yeah. way we look for deals for Yeezys. <laughs> oh, well, let's do it as well. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I feel like it's we, true. when we get that, oh, appointments are full or whatever, we delay yeah. it for another week. A lot can happen yeah. in, a, in a week. Yeah, yeah Like a lot can happen definitely. in a week, especially definitely. with our bodies when it's deteriorating. And mm-hmm. I feel like we don't take our health seriously enough. I remember I was saying it to you guys that like, I wouldn't do surgery past, I Up wouldn't do age. lipo past mm-hmm. a certain age mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just feel like when I was 20 something I was so carefree but now mm-hmm. we yeah. have something to live for you know even yeah. like having another baby I was saying it to one of my friends that I really want another baby but if it when it gets to a certain age, age. I don't think I'm going to do it again yeah. just because yeah. I just you know you know when you know your body in it and I already mm-hmm. know what is for me in it mm-hmm. so I just know that I'm pushing the boundaries already yeah because yeah. yeah, yeah. there's 
that my health is like I'm just strong That's what it yeah, is Because yeah. when I do tests and stuff My doctor's just like I don't know how you do these things And I just say It's, it's God and my mum <clears throat> Just yeah. set by example So Yeah I definitely agree with Like both of you I think one It's harder now To get an appointment Even I I have the same So my mum recently She was invited to come And have her Breast screening Imagine the breast screening She kept calling and calling Nobody was picking up Their voicemail was full and it, every time they were transferring, so I was like, what a rubbish system. Mm-hmm. Like, then how do you want people? We're saying that breast cancer, especially for black women, that's already. She's like, well, I don't know what to do. I was like, just keep calling. Go to your GP. Yeah, but you luckily, all, you yeah, have to. You, you have do. to. Another thing is, um, I'll say this. Say I, I think it's it's it. up to everybody, to be Private honest. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, gonna say I think, you know, so I've worked in the NHS and I've worked privately. Private, mm-hmm. To be honest, I've worked more privately than I've worked within the NHS. Um, and the, the amount of people who come there, yes, there's some people who can afford it and who are rich enough, but there are also most people who are everyday people who can just afford it now. Yeah. So I have life insurance. And so I had surgery like literally last year and for me to even get an appointment for scan or anything like that, it was taking so long. And even to get an appointment for my actual surgery, it was taking so long. And they were like, oh, we're not going to prioritize you. There are other people who have oh, other okay. things. Yeah. And which is fair enough, um, to be honest, because mine wasn't even that of an emergency. So I was just lucky because the work, where I was working at the time, I had private healthcare. So I could go and have all my tests and then come back to the NHS and say, you know, this is it. So I think sometimes, it's not even sometimes, I feel like if you can afford it, then do it. Because it saves you the amount of headache. It saves you the amount of time that you can spend. And if we can pay, you know, money for Netflix, if we can pay money for, it's always us black people that don't, you know, because Asian people, they will use it. <laughs> People, they will use oh, wait, it. Now, they it, know. Now, I don't know. Mm, but really, now, really. when I look for jobs, yeah. I see private, I have to make okay. it private health Private health care needs to be a benefit. Sorry. It's not too expensive. It's yeah. not too expensive, honestly. Even life insurance as well. We don't yeah. talk about it. Life insurance as well. It's good. I have that. But you know what? It was, it was my friend, my family friend that got me... Um, into life insurance, Jimmy, mm-hmm. and she was the one that was like, "You now that you have a child, <coughs> have yeah. to get yeah. life insurance because if you, mm-hmm. God forbid, if anything happens to you, tomorrow, Bella's going into the system. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. She has yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like." Rah. Rah. It's, it's not, not expensive. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not expensive. It really isn't. And I feel like for a long time, parents were like, no, God forbid, this is me. I'm not going to die. And that's why we're still behind. Like, they didn't want to do life insurance mm-hmm. before. But, you know, the Asian community, they've done this. They've taken advantage of all the systems mm-hmm. that we really have to. But as a community, we have to get comfortable whereby we can openly talk about cancer. We can openly talk about, you know, even sexual health. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of women have, you know, STIs and I'm not a uh, you know a sexual health um, nurse or specialist, but people have STDs that they don't even know, and that can yeah, affect even, their for fertility. For me, that one is just so no offense anybody, but that's just carelessness because you can just get it sent to your house now. So for me, yeah. those ones, yeah, but you need to know this, that you have no. It but first. I'm just meaning in general, just like you should get. I feel like as a woman, every three months, six months, you should just get tested just because, and you just get posted and posted yeah. back. Quite young, and they're not they're not sure. I had because I then, had an STD when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I had it. For That's the thing. Had so I you had it probably for about a year. Oh wow! I didn't know I had it. But is it because mm. nothing changed within your body, or is it? That- no, because okay. 
So with my first boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend. So he cheated on me. He gave me chlamydia. I found out or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you jabbing the guy? You don't know what this is. How you don't know what this He cheated on me. He cheated on me. He gave me chlamydia. And he had the nerve to say, oh, your discharge is different. <laughs> I said, okay. He's like, oh, maybe you should go to the thing, innit? He did what he tell you. Yeah, he did what he tell you. Obviously, he knew he had it, isn't it? So I went there. Obviously, I had chlamydia. So I went there now. I booked an appointment for him. Obviously, at this point, I didn't know that, whatever. Mm-hmm. I booked an appointment for him. I did. I took my thing, my whatever it was that they gave me. Mm-hmm. Me being 15 or six, 16, whatever, however old I was. I went back there, didn't I? He gave it to me again. He didn't go. He didn't go to get... Um, and I thought he did because he oh, said wow. he went. So I had sex with him again. Obviously, then we broke up. I didn't know I had it. And because oh, no. chlamydia, I did there was Some no people symptoms. do you don't, yeah. Some people don't have There's symptoms. No, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. have any symptoms. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even have any symptoms the first time. It's just that like he knew he, he had knew it. He yeah. had it. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. know. Stupid idiot. Yeah, so and obviously I, as a as an older woman, mm-hmm. and definitely if you I know like you're having yeah. sex, definitely do, do it, it as much yeah, as yeah, possible. But do where it. you're, you know, you're a bit younger, you may mm-hmm. not even know what symptoms I brother, I don't even know what the symptoms of chlamydia were. So yeah. I think if you're having sex in general, I think you should just have it. Um, you should just get tested. And it's so good now with the NHS whereby they can send you the package mm-hmm. home in a discreet, like no one would know. Mm-hmm. So just do it. Even if you trust your partner, and like we mentioned earlier, just do it. Just get the test. That way you have peace of mind. And you know, because God forbid you... 10 days of anxiety. <laughs> you have to <laughs> pray. <laughs> you just have to pray. <laughs> My heart... Why? Anything, any, any test, any test, yeah. any like I want to do this woman. Bro, is that praying? Do you know the cervical? Is that praying? The fasting I'll be doing. The cervical smear test. Yeah. Do you know how many times I called them? Have I just want to know if you got the letter. I haven't received a letter. You know what I'm There's been no letter. There's been. I think after a while they saw they did. They saw you know me. Even if they say we're waiting for the text message, or you're gonna get your text message on the fifteenth, seven a.m. on that fifteenth. Yeah. Forget that. You get a text message for no no. Anything that I have to get a result for gives me anxiety. Yeah. 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 So that's what I'm saying. Them, those ten days from when you do the test is just baby yeah. guys. Let's not. I'm like, to be honest, I'm like that. I'm like that. I'm scared. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared, I'm scared as God well. Yeah. Good <laughs> <laughs> when I got because the, they never sent me the letter to say that there was no issue, so I called them and I was like, "Look, it's been it's been five days now. I haven't received the letter. What's going on?" They said it doesn't take five days. I said, "How long does it take?" They said it could take to up to. I said, "So if something's gonna kill me, I'd have been di- I'd have died by then. <laughs> One month, I'm gonna wait for a thing." Yeah, so I kept I kept calling, kept calling. Finally, they said, "Oh, you're okay." I said. Thank, Thank you. you. Like, was there any concerns? I said no. I just wanted to get. It all <laughs> no, I, I do get it because sometimes the NHS isn't the greatest in that oh. area. It's not, mm. Even when I did my biopsy thing, mm. they said to me, oh, "I think two to three weeks that I was going to get." Yeah, five weeks. I called twice, and I was just like, "Yeah, what's going on?" They're just like, "Oh, yeah, we're just what they say. We're we're doing your letter or whatever." Mm. Is that not like, when you now panic? Mm. I didn't panic because. I know it's going to sound weird, but I knew I didn't have cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it's going to sound weird, but mm-hmm. the second time, I was just like, um, yeah, I called last week or whatever. She's like, oh, yeah, we're doing your... I was like, yeah, but you said that to me last week. And she's like, okay, hold on. Put me on hold or whatever. She's like, oh, she's like, can I tell her? Can I tell her? I was like, I can hear you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, I can tell you results. Like, I don't know what, it, it began with like an F. 
five. Anyway, it began with an F. It wasn't. It was benign. Yeah. yeah. But I was just like. You know, for somebody, if I was a panicker, mm-hmm. I would be that even that. Can I tell her on the phone? Well, yeah. Hey, yeah. Don't worry. I also don't want to be like, I'm driven and they're like, Because there's also this thing that we have within the black community whereby 
we are women of faith or we, you know, we believe mm-hmm. in God. And then uh, so many patients come in and they have denial. Like mm-hmm. I've sat in so many clinics and they're like, oh, um, <clears throat> you know, you've told them they have cancer. They're like, I don't have cancer in Jesus' name. I don't have cancer. And, you know, I'm a Christian as well. And yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, it, you know, people even saying if I, if they profess it, they believe that it will happen mm-hmm. because of the, obviously the Bible says the mm-hmm. power of the, mm-hmm. the tongue. But, we have to get to that stage where, and I will always say this, I think religious leaders, community leaders, they have a strong effect and power over people mm-hmm. um, because some pastors have encouraged people not to take treatment. Yeah. And people have why, died. Why, 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 um, why, 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 but what does not that, that you can't trust God, but you know, mm-hmm. faith comes by hearing and acting. You, you got, you got, you got to merge the two. That's what I'm saying. That's why even the Bible says in his legs. Yeah, he had faith that the gun they weren't going to shoot him. But the Bible says faith without <laughs> works is dead. <laughs> so exactly. he should have dropped down because if he died, God would have been like, you "You're a bit early." <laughs> <laughs> me pers- me personally, I feel like that faith thing is something we really need to. Tackle. I always use like looking for a job as my biggest example that you can pray, God, I want this job, I want this job. If you're not sending your CV how are you to someone, you're not trying, how are you yeah. f- expecting God yeah. to help you find mm-hmm. this, you know, the job? Yeah. The prayer mm-hmm. is God, the jobs I'm applying for, let them see my CV yeah. and, you know, reach out to me. And even yeah. like your interview, you have to, God is not going <clears> to <throat> come and do, you know, yeah. the, the, the Lord's prayer. To yeah. help you get the job, you have to do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I normally I have faith for healing. I mean, yeah. sickness, you're a human yeah. being, bro. Mm. Yeah, like sickness yeah. is gonna come. Yeah, have yeah. faith for healing. healing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Even during COVID, a lot of part there was. Um, so I was listening to someone say there was a pastor who was telling his um congregation, "Oh, COVID isn't real. Don't do this. Don't this." The man died of COVID. It's like why? So, so do you, you know, God was making- <laughs> what did you say? I said, "Do you think God was making an example?" Yeah, very much so. <laughs> very much so. Very, very so much so. He, yeah, yeah. Let's you. Let my people go. So yeah, I think you know. Always take. Um, always. I honestly will always tell patients, you know, faith without works is dead. You have to take it and also believe, like you rightly said, in the power of healing as well. Mm-hmm. That's also important as well. People say, oh, what about, you know, I like taking herbs. I want to take my natural supplement. Mm-hmm. There's so many patients that um, they've said, no, I don't want to have any treatment. They want to have organic stuff. Mm-hmm. They want to have, you know, herbs. They want, they're not taking any form of treatment because of what they've heard from friends and family. And, Funny enough, there's a lady that we're currently helping who is like that. And what I always say to those people is that the conventional treatments are there because, and they've been proven that they work Mm -hmm. for a long time. So you can't now say that you want to do this. I think there's a doctor called Dr. Sebi or so that, and I'm like, you know, all these people... I don't know much about him, but someone's... He's the one that does all the... Yeah, the CMOS and all of that stuff. I know the people that support them. There's loads of people that support them. But I do feel like there's some natural remedies. So this is what I was going to say. So I think this is my honest and personal opinion as well. 
if you've been taking natural remedies all your life, mm-hmm. even if you stop, you know, something you've been doing, your but there's going to be a, some kind of reaction. Your body mm-hmm. will be shocked. Mm-hmm. Shock. Yeah. Why did we stop? You know, what has happened? Um, I would always say, speak to your doctors, one, and two, always... Take the conventional um, medication mm-hmm. and treatment, but also ask them how you can continue to take what those herbs as well. Mm-hmm. Because those herbs actually help you as well. And your mm-hmm. body's used to it as well. You can't stop. They can help boost your immune system yeah, as well. Yeah. You can't cut everything out completely. Yeah. And as a whole, like we should help our men, as I mentioned. Yeah. And black women were so powerful. Um, just to round up, like, I don't know if you've heard of Henrietta Lacks. No. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Have you heard of? No, no, no. Oh. Henrietta um, Lacks. Yeah. yeah, you should read about her. She's a really um powerful woman. So she she was in America in the in the nineties or eighties or so, and she had cervical cancer. So she went to John Hopkins, and did been the researchers, the um scientists had been doing a lot of tests on cancer cells and did been dying. But when this lady came, she's a black lady. Her cells actually didn't die. They multiplied. And so her cells have provided a lot of um, treatment or a lot of answers for a lot of treatment like cancer, contraception, HIV, so many different things. She's in America. So Is she alive? She's dead. Oh, she's dead. She's She's dead, dead, unfortunately. But yeah, please and please. We're so powerful. Let's keep talking about it. Keep raising awareness. Thank you so so much. Where can we find you? Um, So you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Cancer Education UK um, or cancer underscore EDUK. And yeah, we have a website, www.cancereducationuk.org. Thank you so much. Live show, keep buying the tickets, all that good stuff. Thank you guys for watching. You guys still haven't given us suggestions on what you would like. Oh, yeah. Do that. Write that in the comments. In the comments. Whichever way you can, you know. Oh, sorry, sorry. What is going on? You should have even known. That's why I said hi. <laughs> I, I was didn't testing know, I didn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I said you were testing me. <laughs> anyway, I'm Gracie Packerman. I'm Maxie J. I'm Omatoya C. And thanks for tuning in to the Milf and Honey, Honey Podcast. Podcast. Bye. Bye.